The focus of the next two parakim is when two seeds are planted together, when one can or cannot do this. And the halacha is that if somebody mixes into even a large pile of, let's say he's got lots of seeds of wheat, if he deliberately mixes even one barley seed into that mixture, since he did it deliberately, he's not allowed to plant that mixture because he is deliberately mixing the two types of produce, which of course is forbidden under the category of kilayim. However, if let's say a barley seed gets mixed in unintentionally into this big pile of wheat seeds, so since he's not intending to mix them together, and since there's so many more wheat seeds than barley seeds, the wheat seeds nullify the barley seeds, and we view it as if there are no barley seeds in that mixture. The question is, how much more wheat does there have to be than barley, in the example we gave, in order to allow it to be planted? Now before we learn what that amount is, we need to learn some measurements. A sa'ah is a measurement of volume, and it's equivalent to six kav. So the Mishnah tells us that kol sa'ah Any sa'ah of a particular type of produce, so there's a, there's a sa'ah of seeds, but it contains a quarter of a kav of another type of seed. Now remember, there are six kav in a sa'ah, so a quarter of a kav is one twenty-fourth of a sa'ah. So if one twenty-fourth of the mixture, or more than one twenty-fourth, is a different type of seed, then it's forbidden to plant this, and therefore you might, you need to reduce the proportion of this other type of seed. Now this can be done in one of two ways. Either you remove, let's take the example we gave, either you can remove part of the barley, so a few of the barley seeds, so there'll be less than a 24th, or you could just add on more wheat, and in that way the barley would make up less than a 24th of the entire mixture. The point is that since if anybody wants to plant a mixture of produce, if somebody wanted to plant kilayim, he would never plant such a small amount in relation to the, uh, all the produce. He wouldn't plant any less than a 24th of what he is planting as kilayim if he wanted to plant kilayim. And therefore as long as he makes it less than a 24th, it's clear that he is not planting it for the sake of mixing them. Rather he's just planting them because it got mixed together. But not that he wants a mixture of wheat and barley. And therefore, as long as he removes a few barley seeds, or adds a few wheat on, then it's permitted to plant that. However, Rabbi Yossi Aymer, Rabbi Yossi is stricter, and he says that Yovar, you have to totally remove all of the barley seeds. The reason being that if you only remove some of them, and you keep the rest, so what does that look like? That looks like you want to plant these as the mixture. Otherwise, why wouldn't you remove all of them? So because it looks like you're intending to plant Kilayim, and mix the two seeds together, that is forbidden. We're now going to have a three-way machlekes about what has to make up this 24th. According to the Tanakhama, whether it's one species, such as barley in the example we gave, or even if it's two different species, which together make up a 24th, meaning that the barley which is mixed up with the wheat is less than a 24th. However, there's also a little bit of spelt seeds, which are mixed in as well, and if you add the spelt and the barley, then together they make up a 24th of the wheat. Even in that scenario, according to the Chachomim, it would be forbidden to plant this mixture unless you remove part of the barley or the spelt, or you add on some wheat. And according to Yossi, you would have to remove all of the barley and spelt. In fact, according to the Chachomim, even if one of the species which make up the 24th is not actually kilayim with the wheat, for example, if there's an inferior type of wheat, which is usually permitted to be planted with regular wheat, even that can combine to make a 24th and be forbidden to be planted with the wheat. So if you imagine you have one forty-eighth of the wheat is barley, and another forty-eighth is an inferior type of wheat, the inferior type of wheat and the barley combine to make a 24th, and it's forbidden to plant that mixture.
because since the barley is already a different species to the wheat, so now anything slightly different to the wheat, even that will combine to make the mixture forbidden. Alright, second opinion, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, They only said this halacha about a 24th, when it's one species which itself is a 24th of the rest of it. So only if, in our example, the barley itself is a 24th, would it be forbidden. And in fact, according to Rabbi Shimon, you could have lots of different produce there, lots of different seeds, and up to half of the seeds can be a different type, as long as each type makes up less than a 24th, and that the wheat is at least the majority, in our example, the wheat, there's just got to be one seed, one type of seed, which is the majority of the mixture, but the rest of it can be made up of lots of different seeds, as long as there isn't one 24th of one particular, of one particular type of seed. Now the third opinion is Vachachom, and the Chachom say, Kolshu Kilaim Basa'ah, Mitztorif Lereva. Only something which is Kilaim with the actual Sa'ah, the rest of the produce, would combine to make the 24th. So the Chachom say the same as the Tanakama, except that the Chachom hold that the entire 24th has to be Kilaim with the actual wheat in our example. So inferior wheat would not combine to make out the 24th. However, if you had, for example, barley and spelt, which made out the 24th, since both of those are kilaim with wheat, that would be forbidden, and you would need to remove at least part of the barley and spelt. Mishnah base, Bamed Ramamurim. When are the words of the previous Mishnah said that if there's a 24th or more of another type of seed in a mixture, then it's forbidden? That could be either Tavur but Tavua. If Tavua, which generally refers to the five primary grains, such as wheat and barley, but whether it's one type of grain mixed with other grain, or whether it's for kitness for kitness, and kitness refers to all the other plants where the seed is also eaten, so for example, beans, and as well as that, it also applies Tavua but kitness for kitness but Tavua. If Tavua is mixed with kitness or kitness is mixed with Tavua, it's relevant which one is the larger one, which one is the smaller one, this measurement of the 24th will always be the same. Now the Mishnah says, but MS Omru, in truth they said. Now in virtually all of the places throughout Shas Mishnayis, where the Mishnah says, but MS Omru, it refers to Halacha Lomosh Messinai. It's a halacha which Moshe received from Sinai, and we have a tradition about that halacha, and that is as follows. The area of a base sa'ar is the area in which a sa'ar of produce is generally planted. The exact size of this area is 2,500 amas squared, and when a sa'ar of tavua or kitness is planted, it takes up the area of a base sa'ar. Now there are other types of seeds known as zeroine gino, which literally means seeds of a garden, and the Mishnah refers to zeroine gino she'eno necholin. These seeds of a garden which are not eaten, meaning that it's certain produce where only the fruit of the produce is eaten, but the seeds themselves are not eaten. For example, turnip or garlic, the actual seeds are not eaten. Now very often these seeds are planted more spread out, and in the area of a base sa'ar, which is two and a half thousand amas squared, less than a sa'ar of the zerone ginar are planted. To plant a sa'ar of the zerone ginar would take up more space than a base sa'ar. Now this measurement of 124th is calculated by area as opposed to by the actual volume of the seeds. And therefore, for example, if instead of planting the regular amount of six kav in a base sa'ar, one only plants 1.5 kav in a base sa'ar. So that's a quarter of the usual amount. But that also means that when you're calculating a 24th of the whole produce, that's also going to be a, tw- a, f- a quarter of the amount. So whereas usually a 24th of the seeds planted in a base sa'ar is a quarter of a kav, like we saw in the previous Mishnah, in this case a 24th of the seeds planted in a base sa'ar is a quarter of a quarter of a kav. So it's one sixteenth of a kav. So the mission is saying that if you have even one sixteenth of a kav of zerone gino mixed in with the rest of the produce, the rest of the seeds, even though it's a very small amount, that is the twenty-fourth of the rest of the seeds, and therefore it would be forbidden to be planted together. You'd have to remove part of the zerone gino.
Now, Rabbi Shimon adds, and Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says that this doesn't just work one way round. And Rabbi Shimon is going to use the example of flax seeds. And flax seeds are usually planted, a lot of them together. So in an area of a base sa'ar, in which a sa'ar of produce is usually planted, when it comes to flax seeds, three sa'ar are planted in an area of a base sa'ar, which means that a twenty-fourth of that will be three times a quarter of a calf. So Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon says, Just like the Chachom said this, to be strict, meaning that if there's only a sixteenth of a calf, that would already be forbidden. They also said this to be lenient, such that something like Hapishton Batavua, flax seed and grain, if there's lots of grain seeds, and mixed into that are a few flax seeds, we still use this measurement of a 24th, and therefore it's the refus echad me'asim they would make up one twenty-fourth when falling into a pile of seeds which would be planted in a base sa'ar. So in that example, again, we don't keep the same amount of a quarter of a calf, because in this case, a twenty-fourth is not a quarter of a calf. It's three quarters of a calf. So this is a leniency in the case of certain seeds where a twenty-fourth would be larger than a quarter of a calf. And the point of this mission is to show that we look at the seed which is being mixed in with the rest of the mixture. So here we're not looking at the wheat or the grain and how much grain is planted in the base R. Rather, we're looking at the flax. And we know that flax is generally planted in very large amounts of the field and therefore we look at that. And so a 24th is considered to be three quarters of a calf, even though in this scenario it is actually more than a 24th. We look at a 24th of the flax seed which would be planted in the base R. Mishnah Gimel, If somebody's field was planted with wheat, and the wheat seeds had just been planted, they'd just been sown in the ground, and they hadn't yet taken root and started to grow. It takes about three days for this to occur. And before that did occur, the Nimlach Lezora Soirim. He decided that actually he wants to plant it with barley seeds instead of wheat. So instead of plowing over the field now, in the hope of removing all the wheat seeds, and then being able to plant the barley seeds, the Mishnah tells us that he should wait for it to sprout and to start growing, but while it's still under the ground, so it hasn't yet come above the ground, but it has germinated and started to grow within the ground. At this stage, the root is very weak. So at this stage, if you plow the field, then certainly all of the wheat seeds will be removed. Because at this stage it's so weak, and therefore you should wait until that stage to make sure that all of the wheat will be removed, the yoifach, and then you can turn over the ground with the plow, and you can be rest assured that the wheat seeds will be removed. And only then, v'achakach Yisra, then you can plant it with barley seeds. And what happens if he only decides to change his mind, and to plant it with barley instead of wheat, but im tzimcha? if it had already started to grow. So the wheat has already come above the ground. So even though you might have thought that since it's above the ground, he should be able to plant it with barley now. And then after the barley starts to grow, he can see where the wheat is and then uproot it then. The minister says that he cannot do that because at the time that he's planting the barley, it's not clear that he's going to remove the wheat. So it looks like he's planting kilayim. So Loyamah, he shouldn't say, Ezra, I'll plant the barley, and then I'll overturn the wheat. Rather, rather, he has to first overturn the wheat, get rid of all the wheat, and only then can he plant the barley. Now the truth is, says the Mishnah, he doesn't have to plough the entire field to get rid of every single last seed of wheat. Rather, how much does he have to plough? Like the furrows of the rain, the furrows of the long ditches, the long holes, which are dug into the ground when the ground is ploughed, and the ground was usually ploughed right after it rained. That way, number one, the ground is softer. Number two, the rain can really get into the ground then. But when they plowed the field this way, there were gaps in between each furrow. And the mission says that it's enough to do that, even though there'll be gaps in between each furrow, which means that between the furrows, between these long ditches, there will still be wheat seeds which won't, which won't be uprooted. 
Nevertheless, that's okay, because since you're showing that you don't want to mix the wheat and barley together, it's enough. And we see a very important point here, which will come up again and again in this Masechta, and that is that many, many of the prohibited actions mentioned in the Masechta are only prohibited because of what it looks like. And this is one such example. Because it looks like you want to mix the seeds together, that's why it's prohibited. So as soon as you plow a lot of the field, you're already showing that you do not want to mix the wheat and barley together, and therefore even if a few of the seeds do remain, that's fine. Now Abba Shol, I mean, Abba Shol says that you have to plow a bit more. You don't have to plow the entire field, but so that a quarter of a calf does not remain unplowed per base R. So as we saw, a quarter of a calf is a 24th of a base R. So Abishol is saying the maximum amount of the field which you can leave not plowed is a 24th of it. According to Abishol, if there's any more than that which is left unplowed, then you haven't really shown that you don't want the kilayim, and therefore he requires you to plow even more of the field. Mishnah Dalit, when it comes to planting two seeds together, this prohibition does not apply to trees. Even if just one of the species is a tree, it's still permitted, so you could plant a grain seed together with a seed of a tree. However, the exception is a grapevine. A vine cannot be planted together with another seed. So the Mishnah tells us, Zeruah, if his field was planted with grain or other vegetables and herbs, and again it had just been planted, just been sown in the ground, and he decided, he changed his mind, to actually plant it with seeds of a tree. And the only tree which we're going to be referring to is a vine, because that's the only tree which is included in the prohibition of Kilayim. So again, the ground was planted with grain, and he decided they wanted to get rid of the grain and actually plant it with a grapevine. Lo again, he shouldn't say, Etav ifach. First I'll plant the vine, and then I'll plough over the grain, then I'll go to the grain, rather, Elohoifech. Rather, he should first plough it, he should turn over the field, and as we explained in the previous Mishnah, he should wait three days till after he sowed it into the ground, when it's at its most weak point, and then I'll be sure to get rid of all of the wheat seeds, all of the grain seeds, and then and only then, and then he can plant the vine. Now we're going to have the exact same thing, but the opposite way around, the tour. If it was planted with the vine, and then he changed his mind and decided to plant it with grain or other vegetables or something, he shouldn't say, first I'll plant the grain, and then I'll uproot the vine. Rather, he should first uproot the vine, and only then can he plant the new produce there. However, adds the Mishnah, in Rotso, if he wanted to, then instead of totally uprooting and turning over the vines, there's another easier solution, and that is, He can chop the vines down until they are less than a tefach tall, so they're less than a tefach to the ground, and then already from that point, he can plant the green seeds, and then, after he's planted them, then he should go ahead, he should go back, rather, and uproot the vine totally. And again, here we see the principle that much of this is only forbidden because of Maris Ha'ayin, which means that it looks like he wants to plant Kilayim. And because of that, if he chops down the vines so small, and by the way, once they're chopped till so small, they usually don't grow back. So once he's done that, then they're barely noticeable, and it's clear he doesn't want them to grow there, and therefore there's no longer any Maris Ha'ayin, it doesn't look like he wants to plant Kilayim, so it is permitted at that point to plant it with grain.